coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. We're celebrating back-to-back wins as the Cougs take care of business against Kansas State and UCF. Now, it's back out on the road with a trip to Stillwater on tap. We're looking back and ahead with the coach and the BYU walk-ons coming up next on BYU TV and ESPN+. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. All right, it is time for the Pope Show. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. This is your weekly look inside the BYU men's basketball program. So glad you're with us, whether joining us live in our studio audience, great audience here, or tuning in live and on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps, along with Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Coming up on tonight's show, we will review the standout performances from back-to-back wins over K-State and UCF. Jackson Robinson, one of those standouts, will visit with us inside the film room. BYU's outstanding non-scholarship players, the walk-ons, will be our in-studio guests. We'll have some audience Q&A, BYU basketball trivia, and a special guest who may have become a good luck charm of sorts. He'll be with us for some tasty fun. Plus, we'll preview the Cougs' weekend trip to Oklahoma State. He's been a conference freshman of the year, a college national champion, an NBA draft pick, and 10-year pro. He was almost a doctor, but now, and has been for the last five years, he's the head coach of your BYU Cougars. Please welcome back into Studio C, Mark Pope. (laughs) There we go. Good to see you. Everybody in place? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Somehow the smiles are broader after two and a weeks. I yes, don't know. It just seems are. that way. Yes, they are. <laughs> We're looking forward to the show. The questions during intermission, the, the, the uh, commercials of the show are much kinder. <laughs> it is great to, to come up, coming off, be coming off back-to-back wins for sure. We have a good time either way, but uh, a lot of good stuff to review tonight. Um, we got to get the show underway in our way, yeah. the way we do it. Um, regular attendees and, and viewers of the show already know that while the broadcast is now underway, we're on the air, we're going. We're going. But it's not officially a Pope show until we turn it over to the coach to kind of set the agenda and get us all in a good headspace by asking this weekly question. What is on Mark's mind? Uh, the, Leanne was saying that I, I always, this actually feels like an in memoriam, doesn't it? The, the graphic, the whole deal. Do we need to jazz it up a little bit? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, that product, production time. team We're is gonna be on that. Season. Yes, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to amp it up for next week. I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of things, many things. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Is it yesterday? It was yesterday. <laughs> Why are you asking? Was it yesterday? I, all of a sudden, I was like, wait, was that you yesterday? You should have had all kinds of stuff going on yesterday to remind yes. you. Yes. So, uh, and um, I'm going to be indulgent right now and be like, I am the luckiest man in the world to be married to Leanne Archibald Pope. It's not even close. <laughs> Um, By the couple, way, she does have a job title on the show now. She's executive producer. Yeah, kind of made that appropriately so, yes, yes. because she actually she actually tells me everything to say except for that part that I just said <laughs> she didn't say. Uh, 
So a few weeks ago, we had um, uh, audience questions live on the show, and one of the audience questions um, was, what was the best gift I'd ever gotten, Leanne, for Valentine's Day? That would have been just last week, by the way. Yeah, it was last week, yeah. and uh, the stress that that brought into my life as Leanne and I looked at each other and we're like, I don't know if I've ever got her a great gift. <laughs> but I remember her answer. I digress. Yes, yes, she went right to the big, the big prize. Yes. Um, so I, I couldn't be more grateful. Like she's my whole life, like my whole entire life, is is tied up in her, and it's all my joy. And I'm just super blessed, man. And 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 like, like. Um, sometimes I feel like my life is semi just a lot, and then her life is a hundred times more than that. It's so great. So super blessed. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Yes. Now. Yes. Now, I, I, I do have a, a thought, another thought. By the way, you make my job the easiest yes. in broadcasting. I just sit <laughs> poor, back and poor, let her, I love this poor part. Poor Greg is like, are we ever no, going to get to the show? It's my favorite part. So I'm sitting in media today. So we do, uh, we have a, a, a lot of media obligations. And, and today is just a day uh, before practice for the beat writers. So we, we meet with all the writers, which is, uh, which actually I love these guys because their job is really hard. They have to come up with something to write, to, to put out to print every single day. And it's super challenging. And one of the questions that came up was, um, was about um, our style of play and how do we get to our style of play. In fact, uh, um, there's comments about how explosive it could be and how risky it can be. And sometimes we can grow big leads or we can lose big leads. And, and kind of that was a, a part of the narration. And so I didn't actually answer the beat writers this way, but in thinking about it after the fact, I was like, you know what, let me share this and I'm gonna share it on the show. And then I have some great examples, okay? So Jack London, I, don't, I know we don't read books anymore, but... Call the Wild. Yes, thank Let's you go. so much. I mean, thank it's you. right up your alley, uh, Alaska, Canada, yeah, they're kind of blurred together. Cold weather stuff, I'm, I'm, it's my wheelhouse, yeah. Um, is a, a, was, a, was a, just a great um, internationally famous writer at the turn of the century, 1900. He was 19, I think he turned 30 in 1906. He was a great writer. And his credo, which is actually one of the lines of life that sticks with me, that burns inside me, is just this simple statement, I'd rather be ashes than dust. In fact, I've probably said that to you before. I'd rather be ashes than dust. And this actually applies to the way we play, the, the style of play we have. But he goes on further, so this is his little commentary. He says, I'd rather be ashes than dust. I would rather that my spark should burn out in a brilliant blaze than it should be stifled by dry rot. I'd rather be a superb meteor, every atom of me in magnificent glow, than a sleepy and permanent planet. The function of man is, not to, is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. Like, what powerful, great words are those? And it makes me think of our team. It makes me think of our players, how daring and courageous and bold they are to perform the way they do on the court and attack the game the way they do on the court. And they're really living on the court. It also made me think of two young people that have been stars of Cougar Nation in the last week. The first one was Lucy, who we had come to practice. Do we have a, cl do we have a clip of Lucy singing? I'm not sure we got it in time or not, but uh, if you were at the game, Tuesday, no, Saturday or Tuesday, Saturday. It was what about yep. Saturday. Yep. Uh, the national anthem was performed by yep. seven, she's seven, right? Seven-year-old seven Lucy, and she brought down the house. 
And if you were there, or if you heard it, this seven-year-old girl who actually came to practice today, and she is tinier than you think of a seven-year-old. <laughs> and uh, if you didn't get a chance to see it, go back and Google it, because she like poured her whole heart and soul out on the court in this magnificent act of bravery um, and courage to be ashes, to live a life of ashes rather than dust. It was so inspiring. And uh, so we had her and her family to practice today, and it was really, really cool. And it just, she fits in with our team. She absolutely fits in with our team. And then I think uh, my other like hero of I'd rather be ashes than dust, we're gonna get to after the commercial break, yeah, or could we in, do it in now? In the second segment, yeah. And so, I, I don't know, I like it. I like that the, that's the way we live. Like, um, our guys step on the court and they are full of courage and boldness and on attack and aggressive. And I dig it. It's been really effective for our team and it sure is fun to, to be associated with it and participate in. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. This wasn't part of what I was going to share with you tonight, but one of the great analytics people nationally uh, put out one of the graphs that showed where BYU resides in college basketball, you reside in a really good quadrant of high assist rate, low turnover rate. Yeah. And he kind of described it as, okay, it, that, that, that's, it's high assist and low risk. And I said, we're not really that. Yeah. It's not that we're just a conservative risk averse team. Yeah. We're actually an aggressive, yeah. hard charging, sometimes make a difficult pass team, but the execution ideally is at such a level yeah. that, that you still get rewarded because you do play on attack. Yeah. Unless the Big 12, the remaining games, like unless these guys just really slow us down, we'll be one of four teams in the history of college basketball to take more threes than we do twos over the course of a season. Some people call that reckless. We call it aggressive. And we love it. And it's actually super fun. If you got the players to run that style of play, which you do, it's a great way to go about business. So I'll give you guys a little insight into our team. So today, um, we do a couple of videos before we start uh, Before we start the real serious film. We do a couple of light videos. And, man, do we have time? Because I could take like three more. You know what? You set the, like I said, this okay. is your show. You do whatever. So we'll, let me we'll share adjust. with you what we did for our film session. So before we started our film session, we watched two clips. One clip we watched because I was trying to help our guys understand the incredible gratitude that we should have for Cougar Nation, okay? Because if you were watching all the games on television last night or online somewhere, there was one game between a team, uh, between two teams, and one of the teams was 0-26, had not won a game yet this season. And it was at their home gym. And what I wanted our guys to see was that this epic game, they finally win a game. And so in celebration of that game, there was one fan who stormed the court. <laughs> and it was beautiful, and I'm so happy for that team. It was the solo court storm last I, night, I'm yes. so happy for that team, but, but I just wanted the guys to appreciate it. Like, that's how most of college basketball lives. And then think about what we get to experience at our gym every, every single night, right? It's super fun. Then the second clip we watched um, was a, a clip that was, uh, was of an NBA game recently. Um, and it led us to ask each of the players who their favorite NBA player is. And of my 12 guys that were in the room for film, seven of them answered the same player. And this speaks loudly to the identity of our team. Can anybody guess what's... The majority of my players' favorite player in the NBA is, anybody know I guess? Steph Curry. 
In fact, I think I'm going to use that when I start recruiting players. I think I'm going to ask them, and if, if the, Steph Curry's not their favorite player, they might have to hit the road. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So I, I watched Steph last night. I watched yeah. his game, right? And, uh, and Tyson Jacks, who may be in the building of this year, he's your basketball communications yes. director. Tyson's awesome. Brilliant. Uh, so I, I'm, Tyson and I are watching your practice today, and I, I turned to Tyson. Tyson, I said, watching Steph last night. And I said, the guy's like, he's going to be 36 next month. Okay, he's 36 next month, and he's doing things at 36, much like LeBron, that have never been done at his age. In fact, last night he became the first person in NBA history to make seven or more threes in four straight games. Right. And he's doing this at his age, things that have never been done. And he's doing, he's, uh, again, if, if he's on, I'm probably watching. Yep. Yeah, pretty, pretty great. I so there you have, that's our home film home session today. That's great. That's so cool. See, there's a lot on Mark's mind. That's how we get it out every week. <laughs> uh, you've won three consecutive home games and you brought up the crowd. But I, I'm telling you, every coach that I get to talk to before your games, they always make note of how, not only how special it is here, but they almost always say, and I hope everyone around here appreciates how unique an environment this yeah. is. It doesn't happen everywhere. Yeah, and you know, I, 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 and I, ah, oh man, I just want our guys to appreciate it. I want all of us to appreciate it. I want all of us to appreciate this moment because what we have cooking right now between our fans and our players in this league and, and where we are and being a top 25 team and all the things is, um, is like, I just want us to enjoy it right now because this journey one is super special and, and we're so great for you guys being a part of it. Awesome. Since our last show, BYU did play two games and won two games. We love the 2-0 weeks here on the show. Home wins over K-State and UCF. Let's check out some highlights and stats presented by Intermountain Health. We're going to look at the uh, individual standouts from both of these games and a lot of good clips to look at. We start with Foose against K-State. Foose was a 14-8 guy in this game. He drew six fouls and blocked two shots. Yeah, and did it all coming off the bench. and. Um, just has been such a uh, solidifying force for us down low and in the short roll. Ali Khalifa, the other big you get, by the way, and what a luxury, by the way, to play with two great bigs who both yeah. do it two different kinds of ways, yeah, right? Yeah, they make us, uh, they make us really difficult to game plan. It's almost like you have to have two different game plans to guard us because you want to guard those two guys very different. We run so much through both of them. So we see Foos and then Ali gets the start and Ali has, uh, you know, kind of a, a typical game for him, an eight point, six assist, two turnover game. He was a plus 10 on the night. Yep. Doesn't go to the free throw line a ton, but he made both yep. of his free throws. And, you know, we seems like we say it on the radio, that's another Ali special when yeah. he makes those passes, right? You know, that was the very first play of the game. And, you know, you always think about what you're gonna run the first play. And so with Ali, we just say, okay, here's the first play. We're gonna throw it to Ali. And then everybody around is run around as fast as you can, and somebody's going to pop open and he hits him, and it's actually beautiful. It's, it's a brilliant play design by the coach. <laughs> yeah, it's all intricate X and o, X's and O's when it comes to that, uh, that first play of the game. All right, so Ali, uh, and I, again, I hope uh, BYU continues to go as deep as it possibly can because he'll be a great national story as we go. Uh, Spencer Johnson, uh, a 12-7. and He played 31-30 against Kansas State, and he's putting together these really complete lines for you. Yeah, we got Spence back in the post he hadn't, he hadn't been effective in the post in several games and we found some life in the post that was really important for us uh, in the first half of this game and and uh, incredible ball movement and he he's actually been really bold off the bounce uh, in both of our games this week and been really important Jackson Robinson had a heck of a two-game stretch in these two wins uh, he was five for eight in this game 
uh, 12 points, a couple of assists. And this, I think, was the first game when he went back to the bench yeah. and Trevin came back in and it seemed to benefit both guys. Yeah, he, he went back to the bench and he's just been unbelievable. You know, um, Jax has been shooting the lights out and making really difficult shots this whole season. Uh, what he's doing now is he is punishing people for guarding him as a shooter. He's getting two feet to the paint a lot and he is making great decisions when he does it. It's, he did that in, in, in both these games in a really effective manner and clearly he made some huge shots in both these games. A lot of guys have taken steps in their game from one year to the next, but if there was a most improved player right now on this team, it would be tough not to look to Noah Waterman right now. Yep. He, uh, he had 11 points against K-State. Yep. Uh, you know, he's, he's had 11 and 17, right, in, in the two games. And he, he's having a, he's getting back to his old self post like 666. Uh, on the glass. Um, he's, he's really made some strides getting back to himself on the glass and of course has been a mainstay for us defensively. That was a tough road trip, uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma. He would get to the gym, kind of hoodie on, kind of just kind of slump to a chair yeah. and I just felt bad for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, we actually won shoot around before Oklahoma. He actually got a free throw line and shot one free throw and nearly passed out and went back and sat on the bench. <laughs> that was his whole shoot around. And then we see Trey Stewart. Uh, Trey hadn't been on the floor in a while, but man, he made the most of his time back on the floor. Uh, great to see him stay with it, right? And yeah. stay dedicated and engaged and be ready when his number was called. He gave us a great boost uh, in the first half against Kansas State. Um, and, and then also, you know, played huge minutes uh, um, in both games. He, he really was a huge factor and, and uh, he can really help us. He's, he's got a bigger impact on this team than just what he does on the floor. And what he, what he does on the floor is significant. Okay, BYU wins that one over K-State by six. And by the way, let's note that K-State was coming in off of a win over Kansas when they came to your place. Again, yeah. Yeah. You get, you get those post-Kansas teams, yes. yes. So those are some final numbers from BYU and K-State in a Saturday night cat fight that BYU wins. Uh, let's get to Tuesday night. Uh, BYU was playing for the season sweep of UCF, a team that, like BYU, has exceeded the league coaches' preseason expectations. And we turn right back to Jackson Robinson. We're going to get to his free throw performance in a minute because that was almost separate from everything else he did. 21 points, though, on the night. Drew seven fouls, part of that free throw. And he went three for five from the arc. Yeah. And he just he's making huge threes for you lately. Yeah, you know, we're in a short shot clock baseline out of bounds play, and, and they guarded it really well. So we just heaved it to Jacks at 30 feet. And he just banged it. He got an and one. And, you know, it, it makes a huge difference when you have players that can just step up and bail you out of tough situations. Jax did the same thing at the very end of the half, down with an unbelievable keep your dribble alive, found Jax on the wing and made a huge, huge three. Now, this is his end of the game work. So going into the game, he was 22 of 25 from the line on the year. He ends up shooting 12 of 13 in the game, and in the final minute took 10 free throws, made nine. Yeah. He's at 90% on the year now at the strike. Yeah, you know, um, in the last minute, uh, um, Central Florida scored 10, 15 points. Jax had 10, and Jax was like, ah, oh, if it just went to overtime at that rate, I would have scored 50 more points <laughs> in overtime. <laughs> so he was pretty bummed about that, but it was, it was a great closing effort by him. By the way, if you take UCF's last minute, and extrapolate it for the game, they would have scored 600 points. All right, uh, Noah, Noah Waterman uh, had 17 and nine. He drew eight fouls and uh, he played almost 32 minutes. Another great night for Noah. Yeah, he was terrific and he was really versatile. Uh, you know, he made a lot of different plays. Unbelievable, uh, you know, catch over the top field, the pressure hit corner by Ali. And Noah right there actually was vocal. We tease Noah that when he's in the corner and he's open, he'll be really loud. He'll be like, I'm open. <laughs> But he's getting better. He's getting more, more vocal, and he's playing great basketball for us. We see Dallin Hall. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Shedd, great point guard for UH. 
Uh, Dallin is second to Jamal Shedd in assist to turnover ratio yeah. in league play right now. Yeah, and, and Dallin made some, some, some really crucial plays in this game. Kind of, it was that series of the step back three uh, when they went under the ball screen, straight into the down the lane runner, which is a new tool in his toolkit that he's going to develop that is going to set him apart from everybody, all the way to that reverse layup, and then the hammer pass to Jackson. The corner kind of was all in a flurry that got us really going in this game. And we're seeing some more of Ali Khalifa, another perfect night of the free throw line for Ali yeah. and he is a top 15 guy in league play and assist to turnover ratio as well so there's a lot of clips of a lot of guys two really true team wins for you but individuals that I think deserve some shout out and there's your final stats for BYU and UCF uh, they made it interesting and it was maybe well it was one of the wildest final minutes of basketball you will ever ever see as those uh, 23 or 24 points were scored in the span of 60 seconds to take us to the finish line and BYU goes above 500 in league play now at six and five. In that in that last 50 seconds, for the first time ever, Greg actually perspired. No, <laughs> calling the game. It's true. I, I think it's I true. lost four of the five pounds uh, <laughs> in, in the final minute. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm losing weight during games just for the stress level. Uh, all right, uh, what a great uh, couple of games for BYU. And uh, again, you, you get to a point where you've you've got a winning record in conference. Now you're in the middle of the pack of a really competitive conference, and man, the competitive juices have to be just flowing right yeah. now. It's um, it's every game. I mean, we're we're about to go to one of the you know one of the most um, historic yeah. arenas in the, the middle of the country uh, and play a massive game against a really really talented uh, Oklahoma State team and then it just is on from there and it's um, like like we say every time this is heaven for for all of us and, and we're really enjoying it as we break it is break time this is your reminder that for your day-to-day -day Cougar sports play-by-play -play, watch BYU Sports Nation join Spencer and Jerem weekdays noon Eastern on BYU TV also heard on BYU radio when we come back the Walk-Ons will join us live in Studio C as BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stay with us. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. OctoHealth, decode your DNA, design your destiny. And Ken Garth, we hear you. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. So if you've been at either of the last two BYU home games, you've noticed a point in the game when the entire crowd draws its attention uh, to the big board video screen as a young fan, that fan attempts to inhale a cougar tail. Yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, it's it's messy business, but the fans like it. So so Beckham, you know, I just did this whole thing on like living life to its fullest. So when the camera first panned to you and you saw yourself on the Jumbotron, what was it that inspired you to not like dance or make a face, but to grab your cougar tail and start crushing it? So me and my dad, so me and my dad, like it was five minutes into the game, we planned this. You did? Yep. Five minutes in, I'm like to my dad, if I get on the Jumbotron, I'm just gonna chug my cougar tail. <laughs> and what do you know, five minutes left in the game, I get on, I reach down, and just start chomping. Well, is, is your dad here? Is your dad here? He's that right there. awesome, first of all. Okay, can we go to, uh, by the way, officially, welcome to the program, the Cougar Tail Kid, Beckham Bramwell, everybody. Yes. Beckham, yeah. all right. Start, so that was the first time. So what about game two? So game two, I'm like, hey, dad, let's go. Can we please go to this game? And he lets us go. So I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, 
I might get on it again. I get on it again. I eat it. This time I got a little farther. And then, so when I come back, I'm like, okay, it's not going to come on me again. It comes on me again. So I just hit the gum myself for like a whole minute. <laughs> All right, I'll take the mic back from you, Beckham, because we need both your hands free for this. Uh, so what we've done, we've drawn uh, three, let's call them competitors, from the crowd tonight. And uh, we've made your job a little easier. We've gone from a whole cougar tail to a half a cougar tail. And it's still pretty darn large, all right? It's big. So they've each got half a cougar tail there. And uh, can, we, can we have each of these young people say their name? Yeah, sure. Uh, here, let's pass the mic down. We'll do it that way. My name is Kingston. Kingston, are you from New York? No. OK. <laughs> I'm Luke. Luke? I'm Mallory. I'm Mallory. OK, now my question for you guys is, which one of you thinks that you can dethrone the cougar tail eating champ, Beckham? Any confidence here? <laughs> okay, we're not sure how, how advisable any of this is, by the way, to have these kids all try and force feed themselves a half a cougar tail. Uh, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, we're going to try and establish a rule here. Uh, we, we try to keep it pretty simple, but we're looking for uh, mouth closed. Oh, dear heavens. And all of the cougar tail in there. You don't have to have swallowed it all, but we want to have a mouth closed over everything you've been managed to get in. You don't have to swallow it all. I mean, I, I guess, please try and swallow some, okay? <laughs> so so in, in, in one sense, take it easy, and in one sense, we go have, nuts. We have a garbage yep. can standing by. Oh no. As well as, I, as, well as medical staff. So. I almost wish I didn't know that. All right, so um, uh, as briskly as you can, uh, consume your cougar tails. Wait, wait, but can I say something? I'm looking for style points too here because, <laughs> because at some point during this, when the camera came back to Beckham, he had the whole cougar tail's hand and he was chewing like this. <laughs> like, so style points matter. Let's go. Okay, let it rip. Go, guys. Oh my goodness. Oh, wait. Try and do some swallowing. Yep, it's all right. We didn't get the mouth closed, but we got we got a pretty good we got a pretty good amount in there. Oh my gosh, that's good enough. That's, okay, yeah, we don't. Okay, here we go. That's when a camera cuts away. All right, you guys gave it a good ride. Yes. I'm really glad Coach Pope stepped in. Quite frankly. All right, guys, thank you all much. You know, I believe the children are our future. That's all I can say. You know. Thank you guys. All right, thanks. I'm like sweating up here. Uh, as much as BYU's back-to-back -back wins as we get back to the script, where true team wins and so many players contributed to both victories, it's unlikely BYU would have won either game without the late-game heroics of Jackson Robinson, who tonight joins our Jerem Jordan inside the film room. Take it away. Jax, that UCF game was crazy. Have you played in a crazier game than that one? I played in a couple crazy games, but that was definitely, definitely the first that I can say was chaotic the last two minutes. It was wild, man. 29 points in the last two minutes. You tried to make it not wild earlier, and let's break down some plays. Buck 31 left in the first half. Four-point play. It's the end of the shot clock. You know you got to get a shot off, but a 30-footer is what you dialed up. Right. Um, yeah, just 
starting out with this out of bounds play. We all noticed there's three seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, I knew I had to make a play. As soon as I caught it, I heard coach behind me say, shoot it. And I was pretty deep out there, but there wasn't much left to do. So just fired away and luckily he found me at the right time. You didn't need coach to tell you to shoot it though, right? No, of course not. But that reinforced it? Like it did. Oh, okay. It did. <laughs> I heard it in the back of my head, so I just fired away. Then later at the end of the first half, you have a great pump fake to get open for another three. Yeah, um, Dallin did a great job of coming off this brush screen by Spencer. Spencer just tried to brush his man a little bit and got down downhill. My man lost sight of me in the corner there, and so I just decided to snap up a little bit. And I see him closing out, kind of chaotic, so why not take a dribble to the left and knock down a three? No doubt. Dallin has been really, really good in Big 12 play. This kid's just a sophomore, but he seems to be really in charge of the offense at this point. Looks like a real vet out there. Um, he's a floor general. He had five assists to one turnover last night, and the one turnover he had um, really wasn't his fault. So, um, I mean, he's been great for us. He's the glue to our team, I think, um, and he's been doing a great job of just leading our guys. Earlier this week in the film room, Spencer Johnson talked about, hey, we own always need to get a guy to the corner when someone drives baseline. And he found you for a three. And on this one, you are sitting in that exact spot and made another one. Yeah, Dallin again, doing a great job of just getting downhill. Another brush screen by Trev right there. Uh, froze number 12 and he thought he might've got screened. So it gave Dallin an opportunity to get downhill and Dallin did a great job of just finding me and I was just ready to knock it down. Hands up, right? course. Hey, I'm know. open. <laughs> it gets loud down there. You got a couple of NBA guys courtside watching, which is kind of fun. Are you aware of kind of who's courtside a little bit? You ever peek and you're like, oh, there's Keontae Jordan? Not really. Um, but, you know, every once in a while you might take a look around, just see the atmosphere in the Marriott Center. It's really cool to see, but uh, most of the time just focus on the game. It's like the place to be now, though, for NFL guys. It is. There were four last night, Saturday. Joe Flacco's there in Austin right. Collins. That's pretty cool, man. It was they pretty cool to see. see. Play. Yeah, for sure. And I, I didn't know that they were there until I had seen it later on on social media. So you it's are pretty cool. Yeah. You're focused on the game. You're yeah. Okay, down the stretch. A million free throws in this game. BYU ties a program record with 40 made free throws. You go 12 of 13, but specifically, you make nine in a row at the end, and you've got to make all of these. What's your mindset when you go up there to make sure you knock down these free throws? Uh, yeah, I mean, I knew it was a close game, big free throws, but uh, like I was saying yesterday, it's something I do every day after practice, after shoot around, before practice, things like that. So just having the confidence to go in there and knock them down, whether it's nine seconds on the clock or 20 minutes. You aren't just making the shot either. That was like center cut. Right. That was pure. Do you know it's good <laughs> when it leaves your hand? Uh, yeah, I have all the confidence that it's going in. So, Back to Oklahoma for you, which is awesome. Another game there. You had 36 people in Norman. Over under 36 in uh, Stillwater Saturday. Uh, I'd say the over. Let's go. I'd say the over, hopefully. Um, I've gotten a lot of text messages and calls from friends saying that they're going to come to the game. Um, I'm excited to, to see everybody that comes in. But um, more importantly, we got to make sure we come out with a win. Um, you know, Oklahoma State's a very talented team. Nobody's a, a easy win in this in this league. So, when we seen that last night with this gritty win against UCS, we gotta make sure we come in and, and ready to fight. Okay, best of luck uh, on Saturday and have fun, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh. 
Well, all the players on the BYU basketball team give of themselves to help the team succeed and represent BYU well. Some just give a little more because they're not on scholarship, but nothing works the way it should without the walk-ons, believe me. And they are our special guests tonight. Please welcome in Tanner Hayhurst, Jared McGregor, Townsend Triple, and trade-in Christensen. All right, we have. Can, we, can I say how proud I am of these guys? This is walk-ons, okay? Like they're the smartest dudes, they're the toughest dudes, and they're the most coordinated guys on our team. We choose any other four guys on the team, they do not come in matching <laughs> get-up. Awesome. That's beautiful. Nice work, guys. All right, uh, Tanner Hayhurst, uh, AKA Eagle, AKA TH, Jared McGregor, AKA JMac, Townsend Triple, AKA Trip, and Trading Christensen, AKA TC. Thank you all for being here. All right, uh, some of these nicknames are pretty self-evident, um, but explain for those who don't know the Eagle thing. Um, my hometown is Eagle, Idaho, and I'd probably been here for, I don't know, like three or four months, and Coach Fennell just started calling me Eagle, like randomly, just like during a workout. Um, and it just kind of stuck from there, like everyone kind of liked it a lot, and so that's just kind of what it's been. It's, it's, it's actually, that's, that's the, not the true version. <laughs> he is from Eagle, Idaho. Okay, that is true. The true version, he is the most likely person on our team to be the president of the United States. So, yeah, that'll be his Secret Service name. His yes. code name will be Eagle. Yes. Hey, that's yes. a pretty cool nickname. Yeah. All right, uh, maybe you could, Coach, tell us real briefly kind of down the line what each guy brings to the program. Well, okay, so uh, this actually be super fun. So, Eagle... Um, among all the other incredible things he does, uh, is in charge of the pregame speeches. Now, that might not sound like a huge responsibility. It's a big responsibility. That's a ton of sweat, a ton of, ton of effort. He is also the greatest public speaker on our team, bar none. He set the bar so high. So he's doing an unbelievable job there. J-Mac is clearly by far the, um, the matchmaker on the team. <laughs> So consistently, we're getting feedback on the guys on the team that he set up with particular girls on campus or <laughs> off campus. So if anybody is looking to date any of our guys, J-Mac is the person to go to. I got you. But just know that there's a good likelihood that if you take a picture with that player, those pictures will be displayed on the big board before our film sessions. <laughs> it's been super fun. Trip is um, the smartest guy on our team. It's not even close. And he's also from, he has an intense military background. He's probably the most trusted guy on our team. And he's been doing all the heavy lifting this season, which has um, been a little bit of a cause of his current degenerative back situation. <laughs> but he's on his way to health. And TC is the grandfather, the father of the walk-ons, <laughs> and the father of his own child on this team. And they're unbelievable. An incredible group. Incredible okay. group. Yeah, Let's go back to front, TC. Uh, career highlight for you so far, uh, pre-BYU and at BYU. Oh, pre-BYU, I did a 360 dunk in the Maui Invitational once. That works. That was pretty great. Not everyone can say that. That's yeah. right. Um, and at BYU, probably just that Gonzaga game last year. Okay. Some minutes and, yeah. Townsend. 
Oh, um, uh, highlight pre-BYU um, would probably be we played Wasatch in high school and uh, we played a phenomenal game um, and I was shooting the ball well and that was a really good game. Um, uh, and then at BYU, I'll have to say the Texas Tech coming out, mm -hmm. banging a three right in the corner. Yes. I was pure adrenaline right there. Nothing more to say. It was getting me going. So it was fun. Yes, be what you need. In fact, in fact, listen, I mean, he's, Tripp is a, like a big-time basketball player, like elite-level basketball player, and, but he hadn't had a lot of chance to play, and so we're playing this incredible venue at Texas Tech, and we have to throw him in the game. There's, you know, we're in a rotation situation. He races in there, like first, second, third possession, bangs a challenge three from the corner, and then raced down the, the floor, and everything was perfect except the adrenaline got pumping so high that he was – Totally out of gas about two minutes into his rotation, but it was brilliant. It was yep. awesome. It was an awesome shot. J-Mac. Uh, I'd say junior year we had a playing game against American Fork, whoever won that went to state, and uh, it, was a, it was a big game. We ended up winning, went to state. Um, at BYU, probably hitting a pair of step-back threes this season. <laughs> those, are, those are probably the highlights for me. Okay, and uh, Eagle. Um, Pre-BYU, uh, high school, um, I just think basketball is all about relationships and building relationships with people. And I had a really special team um, at Eagle High School, and we, we went to the semifinals at State um, along with, with Trip. They kind of gave it to us in the third place game. But, uh, <laughs> that, so that's not the highlight. But just going, uh, we beat in the first round a team that was on like a 15-game win streak, and it was pretty special for us. We had a lot of adversity uh, that season. And so that was fun. And then at BYU, uh, my favorite thing is, is watching J-Mac do the uh, little step back in the games. Um, and I think this year has been super fun. We've had a lot of really big games. I think the road environments are really fun to be a part of, um, especially when we went on the road. It's just fun to silence those big crowds. So that's been fun. Would you not vote for him? <laughs> <laughs> Best way to sum up what they bring to the team, really. All right, so today, this is our, our only full practice we have in preparation for Oklahoma State. We have a full, hard, two-hour practice day, uh, full go. And it's, it's, a, it's a great team, Oklahoma State, super talented, a bunch of players that can hurt you in different ways. And so our scout team, our walk-ons, um, are responsible to kind of represent Oklahoma State. And so we had a six- or eight-minute scrimmage today, and two and a half minutes in the scrimmage, these guys are up 10-3. They were. 10-2. 10-2. And, and, and that's with everybody playing full on as hard as they can. And um, that's what they bring to our team. We have no chance to win the way we are, to be a top 25 team, to be you know, above water in the Big 12, to do any other things we have without these guys. And that's just a fact. That's not, that's not nice words. That's, Greg gets to see it every day. It's just the truth. Um, these guys are as responsible for winning uh, these games as Jackson or Dallin or Foose or anybody else. These dudes really are great. You know, Coach says how smart they are. Uh, we're going to see how clever these guys are when we come back. We're going to have some fun and games with Coach Pope and the walk-ons when BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stick around. <laughs> BYU basketball, Mark Pope, presented by helping Utah families for over 30 years. For tonight's game night portion of the program, we're going to do, do a little exercise called Chameleon. Chameleon is the name of tonight's game. Uh, we're going to give each of you a card, okay? Maybe up to three or four rounds. You each get a card. On three of the cards is written a name. On the fourth card, it's blank. 
Each player will give a one-word clue as to the identity on their card. The person with the blank card will also give a one-word clue without knowing the true identity on the other cards. The job of the players is to guess who has the blank card. Nice. The person with the blank card has to be the chameleon and hope that his answer blends in with the others to make it appear that the player is in on it when he's really not. This is genius. There we go. It's kind of a nice word. Okay. All right. By the way, when this was first explained to me today, I did not get it that well. All right. It took about 20 minutes for me to figure it out, but I've got it. All right. So we're going to go. This will be a practice round. So we'll try it out. This will be. This won't count. Okay. But we're going to give you each a, a card to see how this this out works. Okay. That's the don't show your. Is. By the way, and don't show the guy next to you. Try and hide it as much as you can. Okay. All right. So three of them have a name on it, which is the same name. And then one of them is blank. Okay, and your job is to give one word clue as to the identity on your card. What would you say, Eagle? Um, Pro Bowl. That's two Ooh, words, two what we'll words. take Sorry, it. not in. It's all right. Hyphen. We do hyphens. Yeah, we okay, do hyphens. Pro Bowl, one long word, Pro Bowl. Okay, uh, J-Mac. Um, Super Bowl. Hmm, also two words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll stick to one word. We'll go football. Okay. TC. The catch. Also two words. The catch. Uh, <laughs> hey, smartest guy, right? smartest uh, guy, right? Eagle. Another round. Okay. We go two rounds through. We see who's got it. Okay. Second another, time. Another, another, another one word, word clue. Um, hair. Hair. Mm. Um, throw. Player. Receiver. Hmm. Okay, we've gone through it. Who do you think has the blank card? I think I think it's J Mac. <laughs> I think it's J Mac. I think it's J Mac. You all think it's J Mac? J Mac, what do you got? It's blank. You got the blank. <laughs> I was like, oh thank goodness. I was, I was, and then the actual name is what? What do we have on the cards? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua was go. the answer. There we go. So J-Mac was doing go. his best, but they were in on, the, in on it, and he was not. That's how the That's game works. Okay. Good job, guys. That was a nice <laughs> go with football. That was good. That was good. That was All excellent. right, I'll take this back from you. Now we do it for reals, as the kids say. All right. <laughs> I was giving that right. answer out here. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't show your be. colleagues. Mm -hmm. This is great. Oh. <clears throat> All right, we will start again with Eagle. Okay. Um, One word clue. Let's go sports. <laughs> very vague. Very vague. The blank card. Like <laughs> <laughs> vague is good, you know. Uh, J-Mac. Uh, mustache. Go <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, coach. Belly. <laughs> Second round. Please let this be what I think it is. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. But, uh, um, we'll See, go. he can't lie. That's why you want to vote for him. <laughs> um, I'll go with team. Team. Sports okay. and team. Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, Kelsey. Uh, winner. Champion. Champion. Who do you guys think might have the blank card here? <laughs> Sports. So we're thinking we might be Eagle in this one? Uh, yeah, Eagle, what do you got? Eagle. Blank. Oh, it's blank. <laughs> and, and who do we have on our card? Well, Andy Reid. Andy Reid was the uh, name on the card. Here we go. Andy Reid. So that was the first time. <laughs> mustache. All right. I was like, 
Yeah. All right. I'm telling you. Sports is now going to be the key word for everything. It is hard to start with the blade. It's hard. All right. We should start with TC. That's Well, we'll see. Okay, this may be our last, our last go-round here. All right, there's a name on the card and a one-word clue as to the name. What would you say, J-Mac? Yes. Yes, your answer is yes. Mm. Mm. Is it you? Are we going, are we going me next? Going to you, Trip. Trips is clearly the blank one. <laughs> We're going... Uh... Dang. <laughs> His word, is, his word is dang. Uh, that's good. That's actually good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We're going, uh, oh, a one word. That's tough. We'll go, we'll go I. I? I? I. 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 TC? Um, we're going to go with slapped. Slept? Slapped. 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 Uh, Eagle? Um... Hooper. Mm. Hooper. Mm. Okay. Uh, us. We'll go team. Team. <laughs> TC? Winner. Winner. And you get a second word here. Can I have two words? You did the first time, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say let's go. Let's go. That, yeah. that, that would have been mine, by the yeah. way. So, okay. There's one. I, okay. Uh, who has the blank card? No, who do you think has the blank card? Definitely Tripp. Yeah, Tripp. <laughs> You're all saying Tripp's got the blank. Tripp, what do you got? Hey, J Miz. Uh, yeah, Tripp's got, got the blank. <laughs> and who, what was the name? Mark Pope. Was it Mark Pope? <laughs> the one word I would actually I would have said beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I would have said beautiful. I, I knew it was, I knew it was yeah. coach as soon as he said yes. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know any more words. Everything's going out of my mind. <laughs> Guys, you played it really well. Well done. When we come back, we'll have some in-studio Q&A for the guys and coach. BYU Basketball, Mark Pope. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. OctoHealth, decode your DNA, design your destiny. And Ken Garf, we hear you. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Let's get to tonight's Q&A segment presented by Ken Garf. We hear you. We have a mic here, a handheld mic. We have people in studio. These people have questions. Uh, you give us your name and to whom you're directing your question. Okay. My name is Amy. It's for all four of you. Can you show us your best dance move? Ooh. Yes, Amy. I love you. Right <laughs> Hello, can we get some music? <laughs> can you get music? I got busted knee. Oh, I got a bad back, you know what I'm saying? I got bad back. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little sore. Yeah, practice was a little sore. J-Mac would love tough. to show you. It's tough. No. Yeah, no, no one has a go-to? So the answer... No rhythm. We've got music we go. in the studio. If we have music something. music is going, I'm, you might have to bust something out. Is there anybody who's got a go-to? I, I got ACL injury. Oh, he's claiming the knee injury, so he's he's begging out. Come on, J-Mac. Triple. Oh, J-Mac. He's got it. I don't really got much. I mean, I can give us the. Now I can't speak. With him with that. We got him out of his chair. We got him out of his chair. There we go. Hey, if you know, you know, these guys right there were feeling like y'all were the great and spacious building, just so you know. 
Excellent question. Thank you. We may have time for one more. Let's let it rip. Okay, my name's Jamie Free. Um, this one's for Townsend Triple. Um, okay, I'm also an engineering student here at BYU. I can't imagine doing that and being on the basketball team. How do you balance everything? I don't. <laughs> uh, um, I'd have to actually give a shout out to uh, one of our academic advisors, Jess. She helps me with everything. She gives me tutors. Um, she helps me with study hall. And so it's kind of just I go to class, come to study hall, have my tutors, go to practice. Afterwards, I have more tutors. Um, and so it's, it's tough, but she definitely helps me balance that. Um, and there's very little social life. So if you think you can have a social life with an engineering degree, that's tough. Add on basketball, it's even more tough. But yeah, so shout out Jess. She does awesome. Helps me a lot. That'd be Jess Mullen, right? Yep, Jess Mullen. Jess Mullen. All right, shout out Jess. Appreciate that. That's that's all fine and good, but I'm going to have to dispute the social life part a little bit because I know (laughs) a little bit too much about Towns and Triple Social Life. (laughs) He's squeezing some things in. Yes, he is. All right. Uh, Time for this week's And One Trivia question. Question is, who holds the BYU record for most free throws made in a single game? We know BYU's a team made 40 the other day, but for an individual. What's the record for most free throws made in a single game? The answer is coming up right after this. Stay with us. With Mark Pope, tonight's trivia question. Who holds the BYU record for most free throws made in a single game? Usually can't go wrong if you guess this guy. Uh, It is... Jimmer Fredette, he went 23 for 24 in that Mountain West Conference Tournament game against TCU 14 years ago. Saturday in Stillwater, BYU and Oklahoma State, they meet for the first time this season. They'll play each other twice over the next seven games. Let's get to Know the Foe, presented by Octo Health. Decode your DNA, design your destiny. Some facts about the school. Uh, Oklahoma State to open up 0-6 oh, in league. Uh, won a couple, two of three. Uh, they've dropped a couple, bringing in BYU on the weekend. And that'll be a 11 a.m. pregame and a noon Mountain Time tip, which brings us to our broadcast schedule for Saturday. Indeed, BYU and OSU, 11 a.m. Mountain and noon Mount, uh, 11 a.m. Mountain pregame, noon Mountain for the tip. And the Eastern Time tip is 2 o'clock. There you'll see it on ESPN Plus and hear it on BYU Radio. We have 45 seconds left. Coach Pope, your thoughts of uh, taking on a team that's coming off its midweek bye, bringing you in on the weekend? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, every game's epic. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I'm excited about it. I think it's another opportunity, like I said earlier, about just going on the road and uh, having just the guys in the locker room to rely on, so it'll be fun. J-Mac, five seconds out of you. Uh, every game's a dogfight, and we're excited. Trip? TC and I will be holding the fort down here as we <laughs> keep recovering, but uh, we'll be expecting a lot from these guys, and I think they're locked in on film, and, and they didn't know the scout, so they're, up, they're ready to go. All right. These guys are awesome tonight. They're awesome. They're great. They're great. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. Thank you out in the viewing audience. And, Coach, thank you. We'll see you in Stillwater. Thanks, all right, guys. go Cougs, everybody.